welcome into episode 226 of Keithan's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and Buchel is here and he's probably going to make some noises. He um, let some doggy wind out quite recently so if you hear any of that kind of nonsense, wasn't he me, right? He's quite proud of his doggy wind. <laughs> Believe me, it smells. Um, so today, this episode, I have got a blather with wonder. I'm sorry, uh, the swap and the me, me, me section. So get your cup of tea, your ivy drip, your dram, and your tinsel. And I'll let you know what the crack's been in Keithness this past few weeks. Oh, I don't. I was just about to put in some uh, division music there, but I'm using my laptop to do this, so. And I'm hoping it's working. It's going to tell me that it's not in a minute. <sighs> I don't know. This thing is really good. It sounded pretty good last time, but um, it, it doesn't really like the microphone very much. Hmm, I don't know. What I really like about it is I can stop, clear my throat, and start again. Because that really annoys me on the phone app that I can't stop and clear my throat. Oh, sorry, this, the pause is there's geese outside and they're in a skein. Um, a Beautiful V just now. I wish they were a bit closer or at the window open so you could hear them. Honk. Honkity honk honk. Right, this actually leads me to my blather. Wonder. As we're now into December, we have the wonder of all things Christmas season. That is, if you celebrate or know about Christmas. There's quite a few of you who listen that don't. I know you have your own tradition and wonder of your own religious or cultural seasons. I'm thinking about the child's wonder of Christmas. Here it's quite magical and it's kind of sad when it runs out. Um, <laughs> here, just now, it's all about the lights for me. I love when people put their twinkly lights outside, fairy lights all year round or just in the dark months. Our sunrise is 8.49am and our sunset is 3.20pm. And it's gone down six minutes ago. So there's plenty of dark here. Yes, Bukal, we know that there's plenty of dark. We don't need to tell the listeners that. Sorry, we do actually. <laughs> listeners, he's just helping me out here, isn't he? I better stop being nasty to him. I had seen somewhere that it would be the year of years to put up lights, just to brighten things up a bit. So I went and got my white twinkly fairy lights and strung them down the banister. I was quite happy. And then Richard went to Tesco unsupervised and bought a set that he strung all around our hall and has about 10 settings from gently changing colour to full on 90s rave EMF style. Acid! I couldn't read my writing there, that's what the pause was for. But every morning Daisy puts them on and they make me happy. I think that this makes her happy too. This year Christmas has changed. There's no Thurso Clare's pantomime. There's no trip south to see the in-laws. There's no Christmas school play. There's no carol service. There's no yearly, because I only get this once a year when I go through Costa Drive-In, Costa Drive-In, or if perhaps I go Christmas shopping, uh, either a Starbucks, Christmas, Latte, gingerbread one, or a Costa one. Costa? Yeah, Costa, it's not Costco. That's a different shop altogether. <laughs> I wonder if you get them in there too. 
Alright, uh, wherever. I've went off track there. Also, because of COVID, not because of COVID, but because Daisy has given them their P45s, we have no elves in our house causing mischief on Instagram for your entertainment. I'm well aware some of you hate the elf on the shelves and how opinionated you are on them, because I've read your opinions. But we have had a lot of fun with them over the years and a lot more people have had a lot of fun than there has been people that hate them. Also, the amount of messages and real-life conversations about them outweighs this for me. And I'm sad that we won't have these anymore. I also didn't realise how many of you were a fan of the fun until we recently posted. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, that outweighs the ones that don't like them. It's like the sunshine outweighing the dark cloud to me. Or the twinkly lights killing the darkness a wee bit. I'm quite happy too that my friend's brother and my wee cousin are carrying on this because their bairns are still little enough to enjoy them properly. Daisy gave them their P45 in no uncertain terms. My favourite three elf shenanigans were the I peed my, my elf with the peas and peas spelling out out. So it was uh, quite an easy one to set up. The drawing moustaches on everybody in the house, including the dog, who already has a moustache and had to put up with an awful lot of abuse over the years. <laughs> the parents in the morning, <laughs> screaming with laughter. You've got a moustache. Daddy's got a moustache. Daisy's got a moustache. Grandma's got a moustache. <laughs> it was so funny. But mostly... I think when the strawberry smoothie went wrong out the blender and it just looked like one had been murdered. <laughs> I'm not missing the tidying up, so that's really good. The wonder of a child's imagination is a glorious thing. When they're little and they've got no boundaries whatsoever to life. I myself used to wonder if Sheikin Stevens used to live in my Auntie Jessie's record player so he could sing to me. Or that you could press a button on the front of your car and your own personal road would go in front of you and you could bridge over everything to get you out of traffic jams. You in the car right now. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> Especially Chris Ria, who's driving home for Christmas. Only this year he better only be going to his own tier or his own house. In his own bubble. I also wonder about the little birds that have migrated. I wonder if they made it okay and how they are. And I wonder if they missed their summer in Caithness. I often wonder about things or people that, when I'm not there, how they are. For instance, I wonder how the staff are at the hotel that we stayed in at Mallorca last year. I wonder if it's still going to be open next year. Not that we plan to go back anytime soon, but it was quite a nice little place. I really like Porta Palenza. I wonder how everyone's mental health is. Nerves that we are continually on edge by using from threat of COVID, dealing with illness, dealing with the death or long-term effects, dealing with lower incomes or loss of jobs. I wonder if we can be kind to each other as we are all in the same storm. Certainly not the same boat, but very much the same storm. I wonder now it's become apparent that kindness and being with family and friends are more important than the excesses. Well, we keep the emphasis on the small things. I also wonder if I'll ever get my knitting mojo back. <laughs> I wonder. 
if my stash misses me. I wonder where my stash will be when it's turned into, when my mojo returns. I wonder a lot. Swap. Mostly everybody has swapped and received their swap. Well done you, said in a non-patronising way. Well done for going to the post office and probably having to queue. There's been some amazing packages flying about and some lucky openings going on. If you're not posted, please, please, please post now. Or, well, that's not very fair on your swap pal. Obviously, if there's a problem, then let them and me know. Covid being the top trump card in all this. As I said last episode, it was an odd number. And a huge thank you to Alessandra, who's poke goblin, for offering to step in. But as it was, I received a really lovely and kind gift of... You're going to hate me for this. I received a really lovely and kind gift of a jumper's worth of Keithness yarn from Barbara Robson. I had so much fun trying to decide on a pattern for this. In fact, I still haven't quite decided because I feel like it has to be a perfect pattern. I sent her a Courtney's gnome and some sweeties as a thank you, sort of what I probably would have sent my swap partner if I'd had one. I am a little sad that I missed on the ornament, but... I've made me a Courtney's gnome too. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoyed the swap. Uh, I got a message on Instagram from Sarah Pomegranate, who's yarns at Ian Hoopocast, and she has suggested setting up, or she's going to do it, a Zoom meet for everybody that was involved in the swap because she enjoyed chatting and uh, swapping with her lovely swapy, who's Lorna. So much, she thought it would be really nice to sort of set this up and spread a bit of joy. So, swappy people, if you're listening before I send you this email, um, then I'll send you the details and it would be nice to have a wee chat. I'm not promising I'm going to be there. Sometimes I can zoom and sometimes it's just bit too much I don't I, I don't know I'm not really in a zoom frame of mind just now um, however it's really kind and I'm hoping that um, everybody else is um, I'll explain more in a minute me 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 section like the weather just now I just feel a bit grey and struggling to actually get the motivation to do stuff so I'm really really happy that you are twinkly and stuff but I don't know I'm just sort of struggling a little bit just now um not excessively so there's no illness in my family although I know somebody very close to me who does have illness and it's obviously weighing on my mind a bit um but give myself permission to have some self-care and that may or may not include in a zoom thing I think it's like being on the phone you know I don't like being on the phone and whilst I'm fine whilst I'm in it or after and I'll probably enjoy speaking to you all I just the, the actual doing of it I'm just not feeling it and it's not that I don't want to speak to you it's because there's some really lovely people in there including my own mother I have to say um, but it just 
just not feeling it. So as I say, it's kind of like I've, I've lost the old mojo skill and I thought I got it back with the gnome but not really. And I really have enjoyed looking for the five ply jumper. My list is quite long. However, I haven't decided and I'm kind of enjoying that part of the new project more than the actual casting it on. I have been crafting though. I made my Christmas cards and envelopes and I used Mod Podge for which of those who don't know what Mod Podge is, it's kind of like watered down PVA glue. And you can use it to layer on um, things to other things. Generally, thin paper onto, I don't know, I've seen people modge podge onto trainers, modge podge onto wood, but in this case I was modge podging onto card. I just quite like seeing modge podge. I've just realised I've still got the little cover on my microphone. All of a sudden I shall sound a much clearer now. Maybe I should have just left it on because then I would be the same muffled Louise the whole time. And now my computer fan is making noise. Hmm. Anyway, right, where am I? So I had the napkin and Christmas napkins. They're very cute. They're penguins. And I took the top layer off and liberally glued over the top onto the cardstock. So I made loads because I thought I needed loads and loads for work. But we've been asked not to distribute cards due to the chance of contamination. So I'm glad I never wrote them all out. <laughs> However, I still will send to family and close friends so that they won't go to waste. Also, price of stamps. They are not cheap. I had to buy some for work and he said £16 and I went, what? <laughs> I just thought you said £6. Jeez, stamps have gone up a lot since... Uh, I've paid attention to buying them, however. But I made also a whole pile of masks. Um, someone that Richard knows asked for a few and because they have been good to us in lockdown, we rattled off some. Luckily I'd have some made so it wasn't too bad and I really quite enjoyed doing the sewing. I think it was more the thought process than the starting of it that was put me off but my motivation was my husband um, making me cups of tea and coffee. I think that all craft rooms should have an added extra of a partner who will help you do these things because he was very helpful. And <laughs> you know, was like, can you snip the ends of this? Can you iron this? Can you? I felt really bad doing it, but it was great at first. And then I was getting the power went to my head. It has to be said. He sort of disappeared and made quite a long cup of tea. But I was very grateful. Right, where are we? So we sent them off and um, I was enjoying the sewing. So mum came up and had Sunday dinner. Mum's in my bubble, you see. And then we cut out fabric for a swing jacket. I think I mentioned this last episode. This pattern is from a pre-map magazine 2012. However, it's still kind of trendy. <laughs> well... It's maybe one of these sort of um, timeless pieces, I like to think, because maybe it was trendy then and isn't trendy now, because obviously I'm not a very trendy person, but no, it's not obvious. I'm not a very trendy person. I don't follow the trends, but I like to wear classic clothes so that I don't have to follow the trends. <laughs> I don't go out with Dean. I don't have to always be buying new clothes or making new clothes. However, um, 
I was handed the patterns, no magazine, but thankfully there was enough information on the pattern to make it. It has been cut out and it now needs bias binded at the collar. And I said to mum, she will have to come back up to help. In fact, I did tell you about this because I remember telling you that I had to measure along the green line and I didn't know about that before. Haven't done anything since. In fact, I looked at it today and thought, oh, but I didn't feel the want to actually do it. I did order, because I was in this making mode then, I did order some cotton fabric uh, from Empress Mills to make a dress for December. This was at the start of December. And I should have actually ordered it midway through November, but I had been taking ages to figure out which fabric and which um, pattern I wanted, because I didn't want like a really, really garishly loud Christmas. So I eventually found a pattern that was called Tront, and it's got little gnomes on it, and it was on a dark slate grey. But after nearly, a, well, it was a week, and I paid first class postage for it, I never heard anything, and I was like, I haven't received my confirmation order here, what's going on? So messaged them, and she phoned back and said, I'm really sorry, we should have contacted you earlier. Uh, we don't have any of that fabric left in that colour. We have it with a cream background, and I'm like, no, no, I'm wearing it for a dress, and no, that just wouldn't work. So she sent me a different, um, same collection, same dark grey, but different gnome design. So it's a little bit on more in the Christmas, but it'll not go wrong. And I've ordered two and a half meters to make a reasonable dress or a generous skirt. Because we're we're allowed to wear our Christmas jumpers all December. It's great. I get a lot of wear out of my two jumpers that I have. Daisy stole one of them last year, but I've stolen it back because she is no longer at primary school and can only wear it on... I think it's tomorrow that they've got their Christmas jumper day. And they're Save the Children Christmas Jumper Day on Friday. But where I work, we can wear them all December. In fact, the more Christmassy, the better it is. Except Christmas cards. But there's Christmas masks, there's Christmas scarves, there's Christmas socks. There is Christmas earrings, but they get in the way of the masks. So I only wore them one day. There's Christmas jumpers. Then there would be a Christmas dress. And then there was this red dress that I'd been eyeing up in Tesco's. And I said, like, that's really quite nice. And it's in a straight down with a frill down the bottom. And it's almost a flapper from the 20s style, which I love. But I don't have the shape for it because I'm too curvy. And it, <laughs> it was reduced in the seal rail. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm just going to stop here. And uh, do you think I'd suit that? He said, yes, I've got it. And I was like, yes, I really like this. So I got a red dress to go with my Christmas jumper for the Christmas lunch at work. At work. We're not going anywhere. But it'll be fun. So it took me ages, but I wasn't very impressed that I haven't received this fabric. So I'm going to have to do the usual Louise stuff of finishing it at the end of the season. And then having it ready for next season. So I'm going to have this blooming dress ready for next year. Or maybe I should just do it next summer which might actually happen because we're starting to run out of days. However, I might love it and when it comes and just get it going. I kind of wish that I had actually cancelled the order. But, and they didn't offer me off the 
first class postage for their mistake, which I thought was a bit poor. So I'll not be ordering from them anytime soon. But I do like what they do do if you have ordered fabric that you can tick a wee box and they will send you thread that matches. Which I actually quite think is just quite a good service. And I think that all of them should have them. There was some Moomin fabric that I saw and it was a jersey fabric. But it was too thick for making a dress out of. It was that kind of stuff that you would make a sweatshirt. And you don't often see Moomin fabric. So I was oh. That. Daisy, do you like that? She said, I really like that too. And then I was like, oh, I don't know what to make with that. And she went, never mind. And that's kind of my December. I think I'm a little out of sorts from not knitting. And I don't want to force myself. So after I had written this, I went and found a little bit of hand spun and started knitting a plain cowl. I've been wearing a hand spun silk um, little cowl scarf that I made in March. And it's soft and warm and really cosy and just, I really like it. And I'm thinking, oh, I wish I'd made that years ago. So I thought, maybe do this something else. And then I started knitting and I kept putting it down. And I was just like, what is wrong with me? I think I'll just see the, the way things are and just walk away. I'll kickstart the want. I think I'll just see the length things take and walk away. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means, listeners? What has made me happy? Oh, this is that does really make me happy and smile. I'm not like sad. I'm not depressed or anything. I'm just not my usual cheery, tidy, cheer up you guys. So, and I'm being honest with you here. Um, statistics that are coming in from the different podcast catchers. I got one from, I think it was Google, and Google told me that the Netherlands is the most popular in November. So, hello, Netherlands listeners, I'm waving at you. I'm wondering how the bulbs are in the Netherlands and how they're getting on about growing. Because my hyacinth bulb has got roots. It's got so much roots, it could have its own song. So I read and it says to take it out of the cupboard once it does that and the it has a shoot on the top of it and it's it went a little bit green today. So I'm going to keep doing that. If you are clever and have had hyacinth bulbs before, do you plant them in soil or do you just keep them in water like the hydroponican? Um, and I actually gave it some lemonade today. <laughs> Because I know that if you give cut flowers lemonade, that they quite like the sugar in it. Uh, and today I was you wanting to use the lemonade bottle, which had a dribble of lemonade, and I thought, I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so my cactus and my hyacinth bulb got a little drop of lemonade. And I bet they were going, where's the gin? We could go some gin. Anyway, so hello Netherlands. I love the Netherlands been a couple of times we've flown through it recently and I just loved it I don't I don't fact there was a, some places you think mm, not keen on you there was a place in Belgium I really didn't like and there were other places in Belgium I really did like but none of the Netherlands I didn't like so haste me back to the Netherlands and if you want to uh, be featured in the hello to your country just get all your friends to listen and then you shall be the most popular person, uh, the most popular country in my st- 
statistics. <laughs> yes, even Boogle's looking at me going, shut up, Gilbert. Right, so reading, uh, I'm listening to Shuggy Bean by Douglas Stewart, and it is this year's Booker Prize. It's not a happy book. Richard's just finished it, and I'm on about chapter four. We were listening to it together, and then he went off to work, and he's got a very long drive here and back again. So he managed to listen to it and finish it and he says, not a very happy book. And I says, well, is it a very well-written book? And he says, yes. And it does get better from chapter four. And I was good, because it's quite slow right now and I keep wondering why it's the Booker Prize. There was some really, really uh, good writing descriptive bits in it and I thought, oh, I like that. That, I can see why. But then it kept going by and I'm like, I'm not quite too sure why this is the Booker Prize. However, um, if you're from or know Glasgow in any way, shape or form, you might enjoy listening to the the discussion or description about the city and maybe the people. They're not very happy people, it has to be said. Um, And certainly give it a read of the blurb first and if some of these are your triggers, don't go there. Um, we watched zombie series. <laughs> we met one of our pals for a socially distanced walk and he'd been on a zombie fix. Now, I don't really like horror films at all. And I went, hmm. And then he says it was Korean and I went, oh, I know that. <laughs> I went, is it Kingdom? And he went, yeah. <laughs> I said, I've not actually seen that, but I know what you're talking about. And we watched it and it's really, really good. Good enough that we watched two series and now I miss my zombies. <laughs> They're not comedy zombies like um, Double Tap Zombie Land, the one with Woody Harrelson in it, or Shaun of the Dead. But they're not... Well, I suppose they're on par with um, the Resident Evil type of zombies, but it's set back in the Joseon... I'm sure I don't know if saying that right or not, but the back the period... I'm thinking it's about the 1600s or 1700s. There's a gun and um, they're in the king's court. So it's, it's like a power struggle plus zombies. And it's entertaining. Uh, very much an 18. So there is some yuck bits if you're not a zombie pass, a tall person, but I'm not. And Train to Busan is a very equally good zombie Korean film. I hope to record again before the new year and hopefully we'll re-mojo. I am enjoying watching your yarn advent calendars, especially opening and the knitting of them. And huge congratulations to Bearded Chiel, who was on Kirsty Alsop's Christmas show on Monday night to make the Christmas jumper. And, oh, I don't know if I'm going to spoil it for you or not. He won. I'm sorry, I had to spoil it because I was so excited for him. Um, looking forward to hearing in person, socially distance, how he actually got on uh, the whole trip down and stuff. So, I'm uh, very proud of him. And also seeing the design coming out, I think that'll be quite exciting. He used Mothy in the squids yarn, so it's colourful. Hey, <laughs> Of course it is, it's John. So how much he smiles, he's just so infectious smiles and I've got a lot of time for John. Did you like my editing the last episode? Yes. 
I had great fun with the sounds and hopefully I shall today again. I very much doubt I'll have the same ones because I don't think I've saved them anywhere here because I'm still kind of getting figured out to this. So listeners, I hope you're in a slightly less grey mood than I feel. Um, I've had to adult quite a lot the past fortnight and you know what, I don't like adulting. Boring stuff like having to do the books three times and having to do tax stuff and having to do car stuff and having to fix what the chickens. Don't even go there about the chickens. They're still fine just now. Um, But extremely good news about the COVID vaccine. Heard today that people with allergies possibly shouldn't have it. Um, I'm going to have to consider this because I did react a little bit to the pneumococcal vaccine but I've never reacted to the um, flu vaccine and when I had Daisy had to do stuff and I've reacted to that and I lost an entire layer of skin in a week so hmm the thoughts there but do you know what to get back to being able to hug all you, for us to be able to stand in a hall together and go ooh and ah and talk about nothing and have the mojo restored and the fun and games of Christmas, I'm quite happy to lose at least two layers of skin. So I think I might just go for it. I've been doing my research about the uh, vaccine. I've spoken to my niece who is a virologist and she suggests that not only I have it, but her beloved grandma has it, and that's my beloved mother. So I feel, whilst nobody knows about the long-term effects, they know about the short-term effects, <laughs> allergy people, but I am a believer in vaccines, I'm a believer in eradicating diseases that way. I'm very conscious that we have to take a decision, so I'm hoping that the world makes good decisions and they also make good vaccines so I'm a realist and I know not everybody well but wouldn't it be nice to not have to have this Christmas again yes on that note listeners I really hope that you do have as good a next couple of weeks as you can whether you do or don't Um, hope you are celebrating whatever it is you celebrate because I know that there's quite a few things going on just now um I obviously am quite ignorant and don't know them all, can't rattle them off. This is not my script. I'm now going to stop because I'm on 31 minutes and sometimes this takes ages to upload. And I've still got to put the twinkly music on. So sending all our love to you and sending the best of health to you too. Um, What do I normally see here? Thank you for listening to me splat phone. Thanks for listening and keep on crafting. That was it. I'd forgotten. I couldn't remember when I was around it. Right, keep on crafting, listeners. Bye.